You're listening to the Fantasy on Tap podcast. Y'all ready for this? A podcast where three dudes talk about fantasy football and beer. Here is your host, Nate McAllister. Hello, fantasy football community, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the F to the O to the T. I'm your host, Nate McAllister, and man, this work thing is really getting in the way of our drinking and talking about football thing. Uh, James, the boogeyman board just will not be joining us again. Uh, obviously, work comes first. He's in some uh, blackout period or something where he's not able to join us for these episodes, but I got old trusty old reliable uh the foot foot how you doing brother i am doing good man how about yourself dude looking good right now buddy thank you i gotta shave up i got that haircut going but uh not having the beard is pretty tough because now i have to shave like a couple times a week which sucks Uh, i mean i like the mustache look it's fine it's um i think it's kind of more mature for me but it makes me have to shave which is incredibly annoying and I don't like that. So, <laughs> See, I, I never uh, go with the straight razor. I just do like – I trim it. I just trim it. Why don't you just do that? And then you just always just have like a little stubble. No, I want to be clean, like super clean right there. I don't use a straight yeah. razor. I use that electric razor, which maybe I just don't have a good one or something. Or maybe my hair grows in all these different directions. But it's not it, – I have to go over it like it, – every different way to get the to get it um, down to a respectable level so it's pretty tough for me but i like it it's fun today we got a good episode for you we are going to be talking about week three recap and waiver wire we had a freaking great week last year and wave our last week on waiver wires i don't know if you um looked at it and checked that out at all but we hit on Darrell henderson and jarek mckinnon and mike davis all three i know they were semi-obvious but think uh we hit the nail on the head we didn't give any bad information on any running backs there and we even tossed a little you know sneak peek of hey go grab jeff wilson if you got that guy early you can get him for free um and then the wide receiver section um the russell gage pick was good um to kill harry didn't um ball out but tannen hill was decent as, as well so um i think we had a good week last week on those um waiver wire predictions and we're gonna have some those guys are gonna have some players that they can go forward with with uh anyone who grabbed them that's gonna be productive in their lineup so What'd you think of this week though? It was kind of a weird, wild week. We had a, you know, the shootout with the Dallas and um, the Saints put up a good game last night. Saints Packers was a good one. What'd you think? How'd your how'd your fantasy squad do? Dude, it seemed like uh, my fantasy teams were like a little slow first thing in the morning. I don't know about you. It just felt like there was a lot of field goals. And it just kind of was like, man, this is kind of weird. I'm like waiting for it to heat up, waiting for it to heat up. This, like I said, just for me at least. And the next thing you know. And then everything just went off. It was it was nasty. And then the Jarek McKinnon that was that was big. You know he almost won it for me in that one with me and you and in Fanduel. Yeah, Fanduel. But you you, yeah. Came, you you came deep with the Russell Wilson pick. That was uh, bro. That was, dude. He is playing outrageous right Lights now, out. isn't he? Lights out, dude. Yeah, he is so that, dude, the monster. Dude, they're honestly, letting him uh, just launch it. That's what's crazy. And, dude, and uh, those wide receivers. That ball that he threw to DK Metcalf that DK messed up on and tried to get all cocky, that was on a dime, bro. That oh, yeah. throw, Money. oh my lord. Uh, dude, I'm surprised he threw the ball to DK again after that. <laughs> like, did you see his reaction? Oh my god, disgust. Like, dude, because he like 
Russell Wilson's that, that he's that type of player who plays the game like the right way. You know, he just seems like this super like straight edge type of dude and uh, DK <laughs> strutting it in. Oh my, I'm like, uh oh, he's, he's going to get an earful from Papa Russ right now. Dude, did he really think that he was that far away from that defender that he can be? No idea. That's, dude, it's like, bro, like you're quick and all. But man, <laughs> come on, dude. That ball was hanging in the air forever. That, they, they're going to catch up. Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it was that was ridiculous, man. Um, and then I did take you out in that fan duels pretty good. My fantasy squads did pretty well, but I don't know, man. It was a it was a it was a good week, but um, I still lost in a couple heartbreakers that that screwed me. Like the Deontay Johnson injury early um, was tough, so I don't know. It's just a little bit tough. You drinking See, anything not, tonight? I am. Um, before I t- actually, I'm not. You're going to be really disappointed. But dude, oh. who finally stepped up for me was Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had yeah. a big game, and uh, Jared Goff, I've been high on Cooper Cup all summer long, all, this whole time we've been talking, so he finally had a big game, and hopefully he can uh, continue on with that, and I'm telling you, your and Jimmy's take on Jonathan Taylor is still not killing me, that dude is playing really well for me right now, I like that kid. And yeah, he's honestly, good, I, we knew he was. We knew Jonathan Taylor was going to be good, we just... I didn't know it was going to be this soon. Yeah. And Cooper Cup, yeah, I th- I I was actually talking to Jimmy. He was trying to a guy was trying to trade him Cooper Cup in a league, and I was trying to talk him kind of off of that ledge of going after Cooper Cup. Not because he's not talented, it's just his target share isn't there right now. And last week or this week, um, he got it. But I think that was maybe a product of the environment. He had to go against Tre'Davious White. Tre- or Tre'Davious White had to go against the outside receiver Bobby Bobby Trees. So old Bobby Trees out there had to take down Tre'Davious Tre- White. And that means all those targets for Cooper Cup in the slot were coming down. So I'd, I'll, I'll see. I, I'm not buying in yet, but uh, we'll see. We'll see next week if uh, Cooper Cup can light it up again. I hear you. So well, honestly, what I'm drinking, Nate, dude, me and the wife, we walked our trash off this weekend. Um, I've, uh, I'm still recovering a little bit from the weekend, so I'm drinking water. Mm. Water. <laughs> It's all right. You're gonna be you're gonna be uh, disappointed with me. I have a customer who comes through every week, and, uh, and me being in the the wine country, um, he works at a winery. It's actually like a distributor though, so it's not like a real winery. It's just a distributor. He brings me all this weird stuff. I'm a super big wine guy. I just uh, um, I actually don't like it very much at all. And so I had, he brought me these. Uh, he brought me a couple bottles and then some canned wine. So I got this uh, sparkling rosé. Um, from Mendocino County, 2018. It's a can of wine. So, dude, state uh, classy, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know it. You even get the crack with it. Um, I'm not canned a big wine guy, so I can't dude. really give anything. What's classier, canned wine or oh. boxed wine? No idea. Um, it doesn't taste terrible, and um, oh, your face I've had one already. It, it gets you. It gets you buzzed. That's for sure. So. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into those injuries, Craig. What, what what injuries happened this week? There was a few big ones. There's a few big ones. I feel like this. Um, our I really was hoping our list would be smaller. I feel like that's you probably feel the same as, and I'm pretty sure every other fantasy owner wishes this was the same. But this is where you become a better fantasy player because you're gonna have to dig deeper in those waiver wires. And we got Tariq Cohen, Cohen, idiot. Tariq Cohen. He has a torn ACL. He is out. He's done. That that hurts, man. Uh, Dallas Goddard, he has an ankle injury. Uh, It doesn't sound like a season injury, season ending, but he's going to miss some time. Russell Gage, he had a concussion, so he's in concussion protocol. 
Same with Deontay Johnson from the Steelers. He's in a concussion protocol. Jordan Reed, which was having a pretty good day. You tweeted him out, didn't you? Right? Yeah, right tweet? after the injury. It was like a bum. Yeah. I, I, I seen it. He was like, yeah, grabbing for his knee. I was like, oh, no, this dude's done again. Yeah. But nope, Jordan just uh, twisted up. Knee and ankle, it said on the uh, thing. Michael Pittman Jr., he had an ankle injury. Chris Godwin's having uh, an MRI today. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, that's uh, they said an MRI today for the hamstring, yeah. And Chris Carson, probably uh, maybe the biggest one on here um, for fantasy-wise that you don't know. It's a sprained knee, kind of a cheap play from what most people are thinking. Uh, you sound like what you read, that he can be out one week, two weeks, might be something. Yeah, it, says, you know, it says he could play this week or he could be out like two weeks. So it's uh, you know how those knee sprains go. Um, knee sprains, uh, shoulder sprains, all these like ankle sprains, uh, they're always so unpredictable. Sometimes the, the guy's back and he's producing the next week. Other times it lingers the entire season, a la Alvin Kamara last year. Or sometimes it's out a couple weeks and the team, you know, lets him rest it properly and he comes back and he's better than ever. But it's, it's just not good. I mean, it's never good, right? Like any of these sprains, they're always going to um, hamper the production of the individual who has it. And I just don't think that they're going to be as productive going going forward. So uh, how, how do yeah, you feel tough. about that guy that uh, that did that to him? How do you what do you what so, do you think? That was a that was a strange play. I don't know, man. I, I don't really understand purpose? what he was. I, I can't see any other reason why he would do that weird alligator alligator roll on his leg. So I'm not really sure what he was thinking there. Was it? And then he hopped up and just kind of like ran off. So that was really yeah. weird too. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't really have an opinion on that. I'll let the league kind of investigate it and see what the heck went on there. So yeah, dude, that was didn't that seem was, good. Yeah, that was pretty damn weird. But that's a lot of those injuries. Nate, dog, we're about to pick your brain. How about that? How about we pick? The brain of the king of F to the O to the T, the second best mustache on the team. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That means Jimmy's last. Okay, let's move in to them waiver wire pickups. All right, Nate, there's some guys out there that steal a lot of injuries, okay? We got to dig deep. We got to see who's out there, man. Who we got there for them quarterbacks. Let's start off there. Oh, you threw a little curveball at me. Usually, you kind of you kind of uh, finish off quarterbacks. I got I got a couple guys that I like at quarterback position. Actually, I think a lot of people are rostering quarterbacks just because of the COVID injury situations, and then there's just some uncertainty there. So not a lot of quarterbacks haven't been playing at their elite level. So I got one guy that I think that you should go out and get for the rest of the year, um, and that's Jared Goff. He was the uh, he's the quarterback for those wide receivers named earlier. He's going to be really tough going forward. He's only owned in thirty five percent of leagues. Um, and he gets the Giants this week. The Giants are actually a little bit more stingy than um, teams than you would think. I mean, they kind of suck, but they've only allowed like less than a touchdown a game through the air. And, uh, you know, they're they're like 15th, no, no, 12th, I think, in air yards uh, per game. So the Giants are a little bit uh, stingy. So Goff might not be a start this week, but he has all the weapons. He has the very good running backs, you know, the Darrell Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Akers show down there. His tight end is solid. He has great wide receivers. Like, it's a very good situation for him. They seem to have found a scheme that he's going to be successful in. He's not going to go out and lead the league in pass attempts this year, but he's going to be efficient. He's going to throw touchdowns, and he's going to be solid going forward. So I think it's a guy that you can grab. He's only owned in 35% of leagues. Stick him on your bench and, you know, spot start him here and there, and he might be uh, very good down the stretch. 
Now my streamer, uh, a guy who's owned in less than 50% of leagues, this one's a good one, man. It's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is only owned in 20% of leagues. And I know he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he still has that flash appeal and that name reckon, uh, notoriety, but he's not playing up to that. He had a decent game. He's had back to back decent games, but he's going against them Dallas Cowboys this week. And the Cowboys, man, they've been letting people throw the football on them. They're 28th in pass yards allowed um, out of every team in the NFL, and they're 14th in touchdowns per game. So, their safeties are awful. Their DBs aren't great. Um, they do have a pretty decent pass rush, but Baker is elusive. I think some of those wide receivers get downfield. They torch the Cowboys up. It's going to be a shootout. Dak, it doesn't seem like the Cowboys have any interest in running the ball through Zeke and making that offense go through them. They're going to use the three wide receivers. I mean, Cedric Wilson, this cat had uh, you know like 80 yards and two touchdowns. So if, if they can do that there, they have four wide receivers somehow going. Um, you want any quarterback who's playing against the Dallas Cowboys and Baker is only owned in 20% of the league. So that's my other, that's my quarterback streamer. Hey, so I had a question today at work and I want, um, and I figure some other, uh, tall boys and tall girls out there probably have the same question is, uh, how do they feel about Nick Foles? Is that somebody that we should be, we should be looking at right now? Or are we going to sit on him for a minute? Honestly, I think Nick Foles is probably going to be available next week. He doesn't, he doesn't have elite weapons. Um, he has good weapons. He also lost Tariq Cohn, which hurts. I like his two wide receivers, um, Anthony Miller, and obviously you know how I feel about Robinson. Uh, Jimmy Graham seemed to be relevant this week. So, yeah, man. I mean, if you if you really need a quarterback, go for it. But I just think there's better options. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I just figured, um, you know, I figured there's a lot of people out there that might be wondering about that because – Ooh, nice one. There is definitely some uh, some uh, some other guys out there, but you know he has that name, and he did put up third. Um, I don't uh, I, in my league, which you get bonus points and all this different stuff, so it's kind of hard for me to say. But he did put up thirty nine points in my league, which is quite and and a half a work, and that's mostly a a good day for a uh, a good quarterback. So we'll see what happens there. Now we're gonna move on to them tight ends. What do you got, Nathan? No tight ends. We talked about this. No, we talked about this. I tight ends know, for years. You're going I after know. your boy. Was, I'm gonna, we're going to talk your about boy. your wife's your wife's favorite player, or at least the name, right? Mo yeah, Alicott. Dude, so this 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 cat. Um, the only thing I'm nervous about is he's not getting a lot of targets. Okay, he has uh, first game two targets, um, second game or no, sorry, not targets, but catches two, five, and three in that in that situation in each game. Okay. Well, the he first did, two it was Jack Doyle was Jack Doyle was I think healthier in those ones yeah, too. So yeah, so he uh, he had thirteen point six points last game and twelve point five in, uh, in the game before. So he's he's right there. I don't know what you know that Philip Rivers has been. Uh, he loves his tight ends. He's made a lot of good t- good tight ends out of himself. So are you feel like that's a guy we can, that people should be going after? There's not a lot out there. Well, I built a, I kind of built up um, Jack Doyle as kind of a sleeper guy. And if Jack Doyle isn't there and Wally Cox shows that he has that athleticism and um, hands, then Philip Rivers is going to target him. You know, just like running back position, he likes to check down to the running back. He likes his tight ends. So if Wally Cox is the guy there and Jack Doyle is injured until Jack Doyle's back, yeah, I mean, I could stream Wally Cox and be, and be happy with that. Hey, so we've got another guy here. Bringing back a guy that he's been around for years. What do you feel about a guy like Jimmy Graham? He's got three touchdowns already on the season, man. He's, um, I know it may be just touchdown dependent, but 
that's a guy that he, you got to think Aaron Rodgers really wasn't trying to get him the ball the last couple of years. They're at least trying to get him the ball down in the end zone. What do you feel about old Jimmy? I got to see how um, he meshes and he's going to go forward with the new quarterback situation. Um, if it would have been Trubisky, I, I saw that Trubisky's trying to try and seek him out, but I don't know how that's going to go forward with Nick Foles. So again, I, I'm just, I'm just staying away from these guys who have this really kind of low floor touchdown dependent type guys. I want guys who are going to get volume and on the field a lot and younger guys who can stretch the field. I'm kind of staying away from these type of guys. If I'm going to do that, I, you know, there's a lot of different options there. There's the, you know, the, the guy out in Minnesota, who's very similar type player. Um, What's that guy's name? Yeah. Kyle Rudolph. He's, you know, touchdown dependent type of guy. Um, There's another option over in Seattle with Greg Olson. You know, these are, those are the type of guys that, that I would be seeking out there if I was just going that. They're just a dime a dozen for me. No, I hear you, man. So yeah, it's definitely tough with tight ends this week. Um, all you, uh, all you listeners out there, uh, again, Mo Ali Cox is not a bad little pickup. You know, seems like, uh, old Phillip likes him. So, um, if you feel like you need a tight end, it's not a bad pickup for this week. And if I'm wrong about that, we can blame Nate dog for that one. Now we're going to move on <laughs> to them running backs. What you got Nate dog running backs, RBs, root, root. Uh, I got a couple guys here that I think that you should try and get after. First guy I'm going to mention is Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff Wilson Jr. was a guy we said last week. Hopefully you picked him up last week because he's basically free last week. I actually got him in a couple leagues for free. But now you're going to have to pay up a little bit for him probably um, just because there's a little bit of injury um, with Jarek McKinnon. We didn't mention that. It was late in the game. No one knows the severity of it. He's questionable at this point. So if he doesn't play, Jeff Wilson Jr. is a must start, and this is a guy who's in an offense who hammers through the running back position, and they feed him, and he's already proved that he can run the ball near the goal line. So if Jeff, he got 15 touches this week for 70 yards and a touchdown, he's only rostered in 14.5% of leagues. So I would be throwing some fab consideration at this guy personally in like a $100 fab. And let's say it's even, you know, I'd probably throw like five bucks at him. I think five to seven dollars is something where I'd be really comfortable throwing a Jeff Wilson Jr. I, I would even be comfortable throwing my first waiver wire priority at him because there's just not a lot going forward. And if I have it, then I'd throw it at him for sure. But is that guy, dependent on how long Jarek McKinnon's out though? Like, do you want I, to throw a I bunch at him? He's, I don't think that's a bunch. That's why I'm only like saying seven bucks. I don't okay. think that's going to be... I don't, I don't, I'm not saying go, go ham and throw everything at him. I just, I feel like that offense is very unpredictable. Jarek McKinnon was u- being used mostly in the passing game, not as much through the running game. It's possible that Jeff Wilson Jr. just takes all of that, that rushing work, you know, and the goal line carries. And if that happens, he's going to be very productive. There's, there's a world where two running backs can be productive out of that, that backfield. So, I, I don't think it'd be wasted money. It's something that could go forward throughout this season. So Jeff Wilson Jr., keep an eye on that. Hopefully you got him last week. Another guy I like, Carlos Hyde. He's owned in 9.8% of leagues. This is, if you are a Chris Carson owner, snatch him up. No matter what, spend what you have to do to get him. Because if you're a Chris Carson owner, you probably got him to, you know somewhere like the third to the fifth round, somewhere in there. He's going to be a guy that you're going to be relying on. And you need a viable backup. And Carlos Hyde is that. He's the type of running back who could step in. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He showed what he could do last year in Houston. He had a very good year running over 1,000 yards. He could do that in an offense that features him. So if Chris Carson misses time, I think they – I'm not going to say they don't miss a step, but 
they don't miss as big a step as they would have last year, you know, throwing Homer in there. So uh, I think Carlos Hyde is definitely a guy to roster, especially if you're a Chris Carson owner. I would be throwing probably similar fab, probably more actually, like yeah, because you're people are going to be throwing more at this guy to get him. So it's probably you're going to have to probably spend like 15 bucks to get this guy in a fab, um, or 15 percent if it's you know higher than well, 100 bucks. Well, you so. got to remember he has a namesake too, right? You know what I mean? He has a yeah. name that most people know. So your average fantasy football player is going to be like, dude, yeah. Carlos Hyde, you know, they're, they're already looking. Car- Chris Carson's down. Who am I going? Oh, Carlos Hyde. Oh, I know yeah. that name. It's going to be a lot harder to get this guy. And I'm going to say that he's going to be the number one waiver wire pickup this week, 100%. Yeah, he probably will. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, my last guy that I'm saying to pick up is uh, this one is kind of similar to like last week, what we did with Jeff Wilson Jr. It's Brian Hill. Brian Hill of the Atlanta Falcons. He's owned in mm-hmm. 18.5% of leagues. He had 10 touches last week. Uh, he had 10 touches last week for 80 yards and a touchdown. Gurley had 15 touches for 82 yards and a touchdown. So he was he was the more dynamic back. If you watched it, Gurley just wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't great. He had some explosive runs, but he just wasn't great. I really like what you see out of Brian Hill. And one injury from a very fragile Todd Gurley says that Brian Hill is now going to be a very big uh, factor in fantasy football leagues. And I definitely see a... I don't know, world again, where there could be two backs on any given you know Sunday, if it's a good matchup, that's going to be relevant in Atlanta because Atlanta is a high-powered offense and they want to throw the ball and they're going to run a lot of plays and they're going to get a lot of opportunities. So I think that, uh, yeah, I think Brian Hill is a guy that I'd be trying to stash probably for free. Like you don't have to throw much at him, you know, throw a buck down, grab him, stash him on your bench, especially if you have a spot. There's going to be a lot of spots. There were shots that people took early in the season that have, haven't panned out. We can kind of see that playing out already. So Brian Hill, that's a guy I like. And then just these are two quickly that I want to go over that I think I'm kind of fading. Um, it's uh, Rex Burkhead. He's owned in 21% of leagues. He had a good game, but he's only had 19 carries over the, the you know the first three weeks. And he had 10 targets this week. That led to him being very productive. I just can't see that going forward, like happening, right? James White no, is the guy who yeah, catches James the ball White's in the backfield. Back, yeah, so. yeah, and so they have, they have J.J. Taylor, James White, they, you know, Sony Michelle's still getting the ball, and then they have the, you know, the kid who's on injury reserve. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't want really any part of that that backfield. So I would stay away from it. You can get him if if he's available after waivers clear, and you can add him for free. Sure, go grab it. But otherwise, no. And the same can be said about Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin owning forty five percent of leagues. Again, it's just yeah, he's the number one target on a bad offense, and I, you can you can keep that all day long. I really could care less about the running back in Miami. And he, he's just not going to provide you any value, I think, in, in that spot. He has a, like a super safe floor of like six points, you know. So um, I'd stay away from that. All right. Dude, a lot of running backs out there, uh, especially with a lot of injuries. So a lot of cats are going to be looking to, to add some people. Um, what about them wide receivers, Nathan? Uh, there's only... There's three. There's three that I really want to get you on. And these are the guys that I actually really want to target in my leagues. Number one target, and this pains me to say because I wasn't super high on him prior to the draft in some of these uh, in some of these drafts. I actually even turned down a trade because this was the guy that was offered. It's Justin Jefferson, rookie wide receiver in Minnesota. He's only in 33% of leagues, and that kid absolutely balled out. Nine targets, seven receptions, 175 yards, and a tutty. Man, he was this is the beautiful thing about it. This was his first start. He was on the field 73% of the time, which is awesome. And he was 
the second wide receiver. He had the second most snaps out of any wide receiver, only behind Adam Thielen. I think Minnesota, just like last year, where they didn't pass the ball early on, they finally realized that they're going to have to pass the ball to to get anything going. And Kirk Cousin is not afraid to sling the ball. I just think they pull the reins back on him a lot and try and run the run the ball and run it all through Dalvin Cook in that running game. So Justin Jefferson, if he he showed that he is freaking dynamic. So go get him now. Get him early. Spin what you have to on him. You're probably going to have to spin a lot just because this is you're getting him after the game where he blows up. Don't expect that every week, but he could be a very good thing for you down the stretch. And if you notice, waiver wires don't have a ton of wide receivers on him this year. Uh, it seems like people have soaked up everything that was out there. Another guy, another rookie is T. Higgins. T. Higgins is only owned in 7% of leagues, and I think you can still get this guy relatively cheap because he didn't absolutely blow up. People are going to see that he only had 40 yards and two touchdowns, but he had nine targets and five receptions. And this is what I love. Joe Burrow is second in pass attempts so far in this early season. He has 143 pass attempts. That's insane. Yeah, just throwing it, just going crazy. And this is what I love about it as well. His first start, this is T. Higgins' first start because uh, John Ross was a healthy scratch. He had, he outsnapped every wide receiver on the team. He had 57 snaps, Boyd had 54, and Green had 55. He's by far the most talented outside wide receiver. I still love Boyd in the slot, and I'm pretty much starting him every week, but I love me some T. Higgins, and eventually A.J. Green's going to get hurt, and that is just going to be blow-up season for T. Higgins. So go get this kid while you can still get him cheap. I would I – would, just guarantee that I got him and I throw like 5% at him, you know, 5% fab I, and maybe your second waiver wire priority and you can, you can probably get him. And then somehow Alan Lazard is still on waiver on uh, only owned in 39% of leagues, which is crazy to me. He blew up with Adams, not there. If Adams misses any more time going on through the season, uh, Lazard is going to be a monster. If this, if this uh, hamstring keeps flaring up and Adams, you know, isn't healthy going forward, Lazard is going to be a monster. He is the, He's the, the the Batman to um, Devontae Adams, or he's the Robin to Devontae Adams' Batman, you know? Like, he is the dude. He should be owned in every league, and he should have considerations of starting pretty much every week in the flex position. So if he's out there, uh, he's going to cost you because you, you should have got him last week when we mentioned him, or actually the week before too. Um, but go get him, you know, spend some money on him, spend some fab, because he's going to be a good wide receiver going forward. He's the number two option in a very good passing offense. That's all I got for you for them. Wide out. Hey, I got a question for you. Um, Mr. Old Packers is actually only um, rostered in 15.4% of leagues is Randall Cobb. Um, <laughs> he had, what do you think about that? I'm just kind of throwing that out there. You I mentioned him, him last week. I mentioned him last week as a guy that you could get for free. You could get him again for free probably this week. So that's one that I'm not super I, – I've, I've rostered him in a couple of leagues. I, I have him. Just ones where I'm like, man, there's nothing out here, but I have a basically free spot. I move a guy to IR and I have a spot there. You know, I'm like, okay, I'll take a shot at Randall Cobb. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Just because of the injuries that are around those wide receivers there, like we have very injury-plagued wide receivers in Houston, so why not just get the third guy who's a, who's already shown he can be productive? So, yeah, right, if man. you have a free spot, sure, but I'm not dropping yes. any, any quality talent for him. All right, man. Hey. Um, do you have any uh, any defense or uh, kicker news? Any uh, any any streamers <laughs> that you want to go there? Uh, no, get I, I honestly I haven't even looked at uh, defenses yet this week. I had a good one last week that it got you though. That 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 Bucks play just seemed it was juicy, man. Bucks and Indy were the two two plays um, that were that were really really good last week. No, I, I haven't looked at defenses at all yet. 
Oh, for sure. Hey, but all you guys out there, really, throw um, I'll do a little bit better. We got to get on those uh, on the Instagram and stuff. If you guys have any questions, please, on sit or start or anything, let us know. We want to answer your questions. We want to help you guys out. We want all of you guys to be fantasy football champions and stay out of wearing That's a dress it. to the draft <laughs> day next year or whatever you guys got to do. We're here for you. Yeah, we're here for you. We got a, um, the Instagram account there is Fantasy on Tap on Instagram. Our Twitter is Tap underscore Fantasy. We even have an email address if you want to hit us up by that. It's FantasyOnTap1 at gmail.com. I don't know. Some other dude must have got Fantasy on Tap, just the regular, the OG, so we didn't get that. <laughs> but yeah, but hit us there. We're, we're, we're more than happy. I'll give you, if you really want, I'll give you Craig's phone number. You could text him anytime. Yep. anytime. I swear to you, he doesn't care. Um, you, can get, you can get all that free action to craig so um yeah and, and speaking of craig please support his uh his quest for a new computer we had to wait like 35 minutes to start this thing up just because craig's computer is taking a crap on him so please support him in his quest for a new computer jimmy still has that only fans hit him up on his instagram tell him he need, we need him back on the show because me and craig are running out of banter to go back and forth so Hey, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, we appreciate all of the support and all of the listeners. We love doing this. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Take it away. 